Welcome back to another Satanist for Jesus podcast. Oh um, my I've... god. <laughs> Is there a way to redo the intro? Can we? Uh, I would love to. <laughs> nah, for y'all, y'all. Welcome back to another For Loop podcast. You got me, Lawrence, the wonderful person. Uh, I forgot our god. Nah, bro, he forgot to how to describe himself. Yeah, That's what he cool. forgot. This man said, me, the wonderful... Oh, person. Because <laughs> I'm the lizard person in real life. Uh, we I'm got Jake. Say hi. Hey. I, Jake peed himself last night. Just wanted to let you all know that. What? Um, we have Marcus. You getting this information? Yo, what's up? <laughs> this is information to me. Marcus fought off communisms in World War III. Um, Tyson? I swear, if you say some dumb shit about me, I'm listening. And Tyson is secretly the boogeyman. Exactly, there we go. So let's get this started. <laughs> Who wasn't telling what we're doing today? We're going to be listening to music. There you go. Exactly. Getting your soul grooving. So basically uh... what we had done is all of us picked an artist and then two songs that belong to that artist. Uh, these are just some of our, from our favorite artists. Um... We're gonna listen to them, give our thoughts about the uh, tracks and the artists themselves. Maybe Definitely give some what they mean here to there. us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and to avoid legal things, we won't actually be listening to the podcast, so you won't the music in the podcast. You won't actually hear it. But we're gonna I'm gonna edit it to where we listen to it and then commentate on it, so it's back to back. But before we do play them, we will let you know like what songs they are, so you yeah, guys exactly. can listen to them on your own time. So if yeah. you wanna listen along. Just pause it and go ahead and listen, and then come right back. Alright, uh, I got no icebreaker question for today, because I feel like this is just going to be a pretty lengthy one. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Save I'll it for the end, I guess. Okay, I'll save it for the end, just in case. So, I think we have it queued up to where Marcus would be the first one. Okay. Tell the people what first. we're listening to. Sorry. First gonna start this off with a little rap we all like rap here and if you don't guess the stepping i'm gonna okay. make one quick little note uh we're starting it off with rap and it's gonna be rap until my turn <laughs> so it's all rap till larry there yeah. you go <laughs> that's what happens when you get a group of three black people and a white guy <laughs> i mean no cap just saying <laughs> okay, so we're starting. We're starting off with with. He's a recent rapper, you know. I found out he was uh, actually in the. I think it was the 2018 BET Cipher, but I just recently started listening to him. Uh, Toby Nwigwe, and the first song we're gonna be listening to is Reality. So Cause you know we're living in a simulation. It's <laughs> <gasps> um, true. This is man. So before we, before I hear what y'all gotta say, got a couple of things I want to say about this man right here. Oh, this man right here, sad. You know, and I'm gonna pull up the lyrics so I don't misquote him because I, I know the general sense well. of what he's, of what he said. But this man right here, sad. Let me pull up the lyrics. Let me pull up the lyrics. This man said, Clothes raggedy, chili bowl on my head was a tragedy. No one laughed at me because whether they were suiting or faculty, when it came to cap and they referred to me as your majesty. Low key, a coping mechanism. Do you hear that double entendre? Do you hear it? If you don't hear it, I'm gonna break it down for you. Capping, what is capping? Shooting. Line, right? So, also shooting, but yeah. Well, yeah, well, you know, nowadays it's, it's mainstream, it's lying, right? Yeah, but if yeah. you, can, you know when yeah. you know, right? Then, because when it, so when it comes to lying, he, he, he's the best, he's the king, or, you know, God, right? Low-key, a coping mechanism, so he used that to cope, but also, also, <laughs> low-key, Loki from Norse mythology, the god of lying. Come on now, come on now. People don't rap like that. They don't. Loki, 
Loki. That's fair. That's fair. Then I teach him how you can Ryu flow. I was gonna, I was gonna point that out. The Street Hot Fighter reference. Yeah, that was pretty smooth. Touch that, I cock back and have your top suit whooping bloody. What? <laughs> what? And then you hear his wife in the background, cause that's his wife. He always got his wife in anything he do. He has his wife there. Okay. Bro, people don't rap like that. They don't rap like that no more. <laughs> I do think, uh, Toby, you said, you pronounced it, uh... Nuigwe. Nuigwe. So, with Toby Nuigwe, he's definitely one of those... If you read along, you'll definitely catch all of the work he's putting into all of his songs. And it is really smooth how he puts it all together. That's one of the reasons, like, I personally think of him as a really underrated, uh, artist myself. That's, yeah. He reminds me of, uh... Of, a. Uh... Like an artist who, it's it's like uh, what would you say like stand up poetry? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, slam, 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 slam jam, slam jam. So it's reminds me of slam jams, slam with jams? like a whole you know with, with a little bit of music inside. I like I like personally I like rappers like that. So it's 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 a uh, the kind of I want to start listening. Kind of like the fact that the the lyrics in the song actually have a meaning, like a story behind it, rather than. I kill people every day. Yeah. I mean, to be I honest, even with rappers side, like that, yeah. sometimes they are telling their story. Yeah, that is fair. Like, so I mean, like there are that rap does get a bad name for stuff like that, but you also got to keep in mind there's two sides of the same coin, basically. Yeah. Like people have to grow up doing that. Sometimes they don't have much of a yeah. choice, and this is just that's kind of their way of you know releasing all of that like built up anger at their past i mean know? do you have for example there's there's rappers who went from doing that to just rapping more serious you know what i'm saying i should also oh, yeah. preference i have the same problem with country music when it's uh, like, i don't even listen when to it's, it so don't even just for the fact like i hate i don't like things that are one note when i was saying like oh i kill people yeah i have holes on my side country it's like i got a truck and beer Y'all like it? As we lose <laughs> all of our country fans. I don't, okay, so like, I don't my, care. My thing when it comes to country, like, so like, people who like listen to country heavy and like don't care for rap like that, they're like, oh, why do you listen to rap? It's always like, drugs this, hoes this, da 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 da. And like, I think about it, but job, like, yeah, it's country singers same. are saying the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. Bro, yeah. I need. A Dixie stick for her whiskey cup? Come on now. Have you ever have you heard of <laughs> what? <Bo Burnham? laughs> oh my goodness. Have you heard of the comedian Bo Burnham? Not yes, to get yes, off yes. too side tangent. He has a country song where it's basically him just pointing out the the bad things with country. I might have to listen to that. It's great. You know, it's kind of sad that we don't have anybody to argue for the countryside on this podcast. And you know? Me being me, I don't care either. Yeah, I don't care. So if you wanna, if you wanna, you know, hash it out, you can be on this podcast and come talk to us about it and make your standpoint. But as far as that goes, it's trash. And they'd be like, "Oh, all they doing is talking about sex." Mm, last time I checked, uh, there's a certain song that goes, "Rain makes corn, corn makes whiskey, whiskey makes my baby feel a little frisky." Exactly. I'm trying to find. I'm like, so I'm not hearing lyrics. what the problem is. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry that rap isn't afraid of telling it how it is and isn't covering everything in some type of weird metaphor. Y'all coming for all of our. Y'all coming for the entire state's neck right now. That's what you're doing. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. If they want to use their metaphors, they can use their metaphors, but rap's still going to have. What is it? <laughs> all I know is one nigga said. I'll make a coochie smile. Give me the next give me the next song. Wait, wait, wait. Before I just wanna like one of my favorite lyrics, because like I don't listen to rap a lot, but I like it when I listen to it. I really (laughs) loved one of the lines, um where is it? I told jokes because I was broken, hoping to divert some attention from the fact that we was five kids living in one room and it and it ain't hit me till we played hide and seek, nowhere to run but the closet. That's a like. Hold on, on hold now. On. That made me hold feel on. things. That's, Hold up. Repeat what you just said, bro. He says, "Uh, 
uh, yeah, he says, I told, it's right after the Loki bar. He says, I told jokes because I was broke and hoped it would divert some attention from the fact that we was five kids living in one room and hate me till we play hide and seek, nowhere to run to but the closet. Deserves applause for making it out the slum, gotta be flawless, hella cautious to make it without a gun. Yeah. Like, Ooh. that bar hit. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I can just imagine Larry sitting there. You know, getting hit with some invisible sound and him just shaking his head like, oh! <laughs> and like, you know what's crazy? I don't know if you peeped it. And I'm not that religious of a dude, but he's a Christian rapper. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've def Yeah, you can, can hear tell. it. Sure, for sure. If you listen to a lot of his other tracks, oh, yeah. I think that's actually a great segue to the next song. Tabernacle. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Let's we got look. bars out here. Ooh, I see what you did there. Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> Alright, so let's listen to Tabernacle by Toby uh, Newigway. There you go. That was that was something. That was something something. He got me real good with that with that one bar. He got me real good. He said Hale, 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 Lu, Yahweh, Dai Wei, Hydrate, High Praise though. I was like Okay. Yeah, that, okay. One, that was a snap. great one. He snapped in there. He snapped there. He snapped on me. He did. He snapped my back. That's what he did. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> so what I really like about him, so he gives, like, he, like, does not try to hide that. Like, he is a, a God-fearing man, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. But on the much. same side of that coin, you flip that motherfucker over, it's always, it. don't try me, though. Yeah, he said he, he about it, you know? You're in the presence his, of a G. Watch how you real. speak or lose your teeth. Yeah. His newest song, it's basically all it is is him saying, try Jesus, not me, because <laughs> I got these hands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Can we also point smooth. out the fact that he was like, word to Wendy's patties never cut in corners. Yeah, she gorgeous. Bro. For sure, for sure. That Bro. Was really nice. Whenever he start talking about his wife, I know he about to snap, bro. I know he about to snap. She's in like... Oh, oh sorry, kill. Uh, I was going to say, uh, then uh, it was in the first verse where he says, Scully and football, but low-key could have hit an Ivy League. C trying to get with the whole squad. And get, eh, get the whole check, squad a check, like the Nike team. Talking about how even just getting a C will get you just what you need if you were to go like hard in football when trying to get the grades. Hmm. I mean, that's pretty much like how a lot of like African Americans make their way to like the higher class nowadays. You know what I'm saying? I think I get like through athletics. Yeah. Yeah. C's get degrees. We know that. Facts. And that's all you need to get to getting the degree, playing the sports, getting the check for the Nike team. Bro, I was about to say something, but I'm not going to. Go ahead, bro. What? I was going to be like, see, I don't know her. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know okay. what? No, I'm, I, did, I did good in college. I'm going to brag. I'm going to just say I did good. So I can say. Yeah, it must be nice. Anyways. <laughs> this he also said. Bro, and they told Iron Man put holes in your chest like Tony Yeah, when Stark. he said that, yeah, oh, that one, that, that one, one hit pretty hard too. Hit him, hit him with the, hit him with the Marvel reference, bro. Gotta hit him with the Marvel reference. <laughs> Anything else you want to say on it? I mean, that was, that was also the, uh, pretty sure a Superman reference. We got Mary told her she could lean on me like Mr. Clark. Oh yeah, there's something different possibly. I'm not sure. No, no, that was it. We got married. Told she could lean on me like Mr. Clark. Yeah. Oh, for sure. sure. Is that a Superman reference? That's what I'm thinking. Imagine like whenever Superman. Oh yeah, you got Clark. Yeah. Some pretty subtle stuff in there. I'm pretty sure I didn't catch everything he said. Oh yeah, it's. It's just kind of like with those kind of rappers like Toby. It's like you have to follow along with these songs. Uh, you have to listen to them multiple times, and every time you listen, you catch something new. 
that's like man. what drives you to listening to these songs like this. Man, I do that with Drake. So if, if that's the case, I'm gonna have to <laughs> listen to a hundred times. Cause whenever whenever said Drake said the square root of sixty nine is eight something, I sat there, I was like, What? What does he mean? And I was like, now I look back on it, I'm like, you know, that was pretty simple. I don't know why it took me so long to get that. <laughs> I feel yeah. that when I was younger, listening to uh, Lil Wayne talking about how G's move in silence like lasagna. Yeah, bro. I was you like, hear you that? You're like, oh, bro, that had to be explained <laughs> to me. I first, like, it was long time. I was like, yo, what does that mean? And they were like, you don't hear the G in lasagna. And I was like, oh, oh my God. He's a genius. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It it at that like moment, we knew Lil Wayne was the best rapper in that time period. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. Bro, I, 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 <laughs> people back there were like, "Bro, they don't rap like that nowadays. They don't rap." <laughs> <laughs> and it was easy. It was dummy easy to understand what he was saying. It's like, now, oh like, man. Now we got we got freaking sophisticated, high level thinking bars, and you just like, I right, yeah, let's dumb it down, please. <laughs> nah, give me the give me the complicated lot stuff. Like the in the last song that Loki bar. I didn't. Yeah. I definitely did not get that on the oh, first. No, I didn't get it either. You I was it. I was listening to it in my room, and I was like, "Yo, how crazy would it be if Loki was the god of lies?" And I looked that up, and I was like, <gasps> "Oh!" <laughs> Every time oh. I realize something, just a brick just comes out the window and hits you on the head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, who's so next? On to the next one. I think it's my song next. Yeah, heard okay. him say by Logic. Am I gonna need to look up the lyrics to the song? I mean, yeah, I'm just doing them for all of the songs. Yeah, personally. yeah, I should, I should probably do that. What is it? Heard him uh, say. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Don't get confused with Kanye's "Hear Him Say." Oh wait, oh, that's what I had pulled up. Wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry. It is also. This man was going to be Kanye, like, wait, you, you have to just change it. It's not right here. Wait, what is it called? It's heard, heard him say. Yeah, heard um e m say. It's the same way okay, Kanye I, has I got, except without the pod. Yeah. Yeah, you have the right one. All right, cool. Okay. All right. Uh, so, so uh, oh, before we get into like the song breakdown, do you want to give like, or Jake specifically, do you want to give like a background to Logic before this album? Because we all know like Logic during this album, it's called uh, what's it? No pressure. For yeah, a no reason, pressure. Right. Which is a sequel to his um, under, under pressure. pressure. Yeah. <clears throat> and so like. Pretty much, and uh, I, me and Tyson both saw the review on this through, and I've seen it with other people as well, that, you know, when he was making Under Pressure, it was pretty much his um, his album into music, you know? It was, I'm hungry, I'm trying to find some food, I'm trying to, you know, get where I need to be. When, do what I gotta do. Yeah, and when, now, no pressure is, alright, I'm out of that now. I'm exactly where I need to be, and now I'm outside of that hunger. So it's like a different perspective type thing. He's basically, you know, talking about, you know, I'm not that young kid, you know, looking for scraps anymore. I'm not that young kid, you know, working hard, trying to make it anymore. I'm done. I'm done with that. And now I got a family, and now I got an opportunity, you know, to do something better. And why do I have to keep rapping about something like that when I'm here at this point? And I guess it's I guess it's more like him not saying why should I keep doing that. It's more of why should I, you know, why should I stress about it so much? Because his fans kept, you know, pulling him one way and then pulling him another. The bigger he got, and that's pretty much the the background of this album. And it is pretty much his. He told everyone that this is his last album, which personally I doubt it, but it'll be the last one for a while, considering he's got a kid, a wife, and he's just trying to take care of them. Like his father never took care of him. So I thought yeah. he got a divorce from his wife. This, he's got a second wife. Okay. He's been keeping it under wraps until his son got born, I think. Was this son from this wife or his previous one? Because I thought he this had wife. a son. This oh, wife. Okay. Yeah. Did, did he not have a kid before? No, he did not. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. And so I guess breaking down the lyrics, when you get to the first verse, he basically talks about, you know, like, he, him having problems being biracial and stuff like that. You know, he always talks about that. He didn't openly say it this time, but he did. He did talk about it. You know, like he's saying everybody's saying he's not good enough as a rapper. He's not good enough as a black guy. Not good enough as a white guy. 
um, in the second verse, it kind of, in a way, kind of reiterates it. Um, but he's saying, like, you know, I made it out of all that. I overcame everything that, that took me. You know, he used to be addicted to cigarettes. He talked about that in his Under Pressure album. And now in this No Pressure, he's like, you know, I'm here. I'm out here. I'm actually, fought, I'm, I fought this. I'm, I'm over that now. Third verse, you know, he's, he's like giving some advice. He's saying, you know, we've all been through this. We've all been there. I'm just trying to give some more advice to the people trying to hear it. And just keep pushing, you know, just don't don't sweat all that stuff. And the fourth verse is what kind of hits me the most because he says, like, I've been battling with my demons. I'm a cowardice when I see them. I'm powerless. I can't beat them. But deep down, I feel like I need them. Power is freedom. You can lead them, but can't feed them. So it's like, you know, everybody has their demons. Everybody's got something that, you know, is dragging them down. But without those things, what you know, like, without those things, who, who are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I didn't go through some of the things I went through, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Yeah, so it's, it's like just, that. It's like that general saying, like, even though there's bad stuff that might happen to you, sometimes you don't want to regret it because it turns you to the person who you are today. Exactly. It's like there's right. good and bad type situation. You know what I mean? I th that's one thing I like. I've always liked about Logic. Like, I do, I do like his more like catchier songs and his like his like I guess like harder song. But mm -hmm. like, I also like really like that he's like never shied away from like talking about like what's going on in his life right like his um his nikki song oh when, yeah. he's, when he's talking about nicotine when he slept when at the end when he says i'm a slave to the nicotine at that oh, time i was smoking cigarettes heavy heavy like a pack a day like right. smoking cigarettes heavy and then he said that and i was like oh no like yeah, that bro. hair hard. It's and like it's everything like, clicks. You're like, oh. And no. it's like, and that's why you know personally, I think this album isn't better than the first because the first album definitely hit on some things that are more relatable. Now you know a lot of people still aren't there yet. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I think that's why I like his first album more because like I can relate to it more. Like I can re oh, yeah. relate to like being like addicted to nicotine i can relate to like being a biracial kid just trying to grow up because like a lot, i feel like a lot of people have that stigma like oh like biracial kids like have the best of both worlds when that's not it at all no like way, tyson no. and jake you you both are also biracial you know people like i'm sure you've had a grow up and people been like oh like you're only like what half you? <laughs> like you're only half this so like you don't really understand what it's like and like that's not the case at all like i'm half black i'm half hispanic okay i'm getting everything from this side and everything from that side it's it's not i'm just getting the good stuff from each like no i'm getting the good i'm getting the bad and then i'm getting the bad from both sides because they're like oh well you're like you're half hispanic so like what do you really know about like being a black person in america right. or like oh yeah. you're half black like you you're, you're not really one of us and like that's like People don't. People aren't getting that. People don't get that. I know. But I, I really like. Oh, oh, sorry, Larry. No, go ahead. What I really liked in this song, I like his uh fuck a punchline. This is food for thought, like a lunch, like the lunch line. Yeah. Because I love, I love songs where like you have like a heavy punchline, like Toby Newegway. Right. That's why I listen to him. Like he has like He's got heavy punchline. It, yeah. It's like set up, set up punchline, and like he makes you think. I also like he makes you think about the punchline, but like right. I like also like music like this where it's like. I don't have to think about the punchline. Like I just gotta he feel just what he put it. Yeah, yeah, I just gotta feel what he put into his music. And it's not like you know, because he does have punchlines and stuff. But I guess more so in this album, he made songs saying, "I want people to listen to what I gotta say because this is the last time I'm about to do this, and I'm gonna leave you guys on a high note," which you know, majority thinks he did. I know. And, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Larry. Um, I know the line you pointed out. That was something verse three. I was actually, oh, gonna, or not, what Marcus said, the uh, fuck up punchline, this dude just for thought, like, lunch line. Yeah. I was actually going to point that one out, because that was, first three was probably my favorite ad of this whole song. Right. And I just love the way that it flows into there. But speaking on, on the biracial thing, like, I'm, I'm a white dude, I, I can't really speak <laughs> on that, but um, it was actually an education class I took last summer, or uh -huh. last semester, I can't remember. And we read a book called Blended. It's 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 a kid's book, basically. But I think, it dealt, I, I, think I know that book. It dealt with the idea of like being biracial and not understanding it. So I did had, had to do a lot of reading about how to present that in education. So, like, 
and that's the point to where like a lot of people are saying like what you said Marcus it's, you're getting it from both sides it's kind of it's a, almost harder to find your place and I guess on that same note for me I guess me personally there's also like where there is that no we're getting everything from both sides so we do understand people assume we don't understand exactly. uh, there are also those moments to be honest at least that I personally have felt where it's like people assume that I understand and so they want me to like roll along with what's going on and I'm just sitting yeah. there like yep. oh like you said you just be sitting there like oh yeah I, I totally get what you're yeah, saying sure. I totally yeah <laughs> like when you grow up with your white mom and then every time you go to your dad's house to see your cousins they speak all this slang you're like sure uh huh I don't get Whatever it you know you... what I mean yeah you know, like when you're biracial like there's a like you are you you get like your heritage, you share that heritage with everyone of that same race. Pretty However, much. when you're growing up biracially, and you're only experiencing, like, one specific race, or just not enough of one. It's just confusing. It honestly. can be, yeah. So, you know, sometimes you got, sometimes you just gotta take it with a grain of salt whenever, especially, you know, like, people who are biracial get it mm. confused, you know? And it's like, you know, because sometimes I've seen it, and I'll say Doja Cat, because whenever she did that thing, everybody's like, yo, she definitely doesn't know where she's from and stuff like that. But one could argue, and I'm not saying I'm for or against it, but like I said, one could argue she 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 just doesn't know. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't understand. Wait, and she's pretty this? young. She's our age. Doja, Doja Cat. Cat. Okay, Doja Cat. Tyson's baby mama. Okay. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Doja Cat, if you... And, like, that's the thing. Like, she's our age. So, you not not even. We're older than her. Oh. Are we really? Yes. I like that. Like no, she's twenty one. But oh, you you like you'd see like you oh, think she gets yeah, it. Yeah. No, she's not old enough to like fully comprehend. She's twenty four. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, then our age. Oh. I was right. Never mind. <laughs> she's older than us. Still, you know, we're not. You know, I wouldn't say we're old enough to comprehend like which culture Everything. is is what. You know, what I'm saying like we still got a lot of learning to do. Personally, I yeah. think if you're in your forties or something, you you got a nice downplayed by it but she's famous she's got a lot of people watching her and she's only 24 you know i wouldn't expect somebody to get it all figured out by then and either for some reason everybody does assume that she needs it all figured out when she hey. messes something up hey bro that's, that's the, the consequence of, the of fame yeah and that's it's, especially that's the, the consequence thing. of fame when you're young um yeah and i'll i'll uh i'll tie it back to to logic with that because you know all of his fans as he grew and he changed his music with the Incredible True Story album. He got different fans, fans that wanted something different. And he allowed himself to be a part of the hip hop scene. And he, you know, why he spread himself thin. And he just got hate from different spectrums of his fan base. And mm -hmm. that's what happens when you grow and you do everything. And so he just kind of addresses that, you know, I'm just trying to do me. I'm going to do what I want to do. And no one's going to stop that. And that's pretty much what it was in this. I, I want to say, oh, sorry. Well, Marcus, you can have your thought, but after that, I want to say, let's go ahead and move on to the next song, so we're not yeah. here for too awful long. Right, right. Yeah, sir. Um, but I just, I feel like, um, I'm not gonna say Logic had it worse. I'm not gonna say he had it better. But I feel like his experience was different because, like, while he is biracial, he's oh, yeah. very, very fair skinned Oh yeah. Like when I first saw him, I didn't immediately recognize that he was biracial. I think everybody, I, thought, I, think I thought everybody thought he was just white. Point. Everybody I thought he was just white, and I was like, oh, white boy spitting, and then someone was like, oh, he's half white, half black. I was like, what? Nah, he, I was like, nah, he Hispanic at most. Like, <laughs> Can someone also so, tell me why, with his glasses on, he looks like the kid from um, The Sandlot? Oh, he does. <laughs> Bro, he does. <laughs> right, so moving on. Yeah, we'll play the next song. The next one is called Man I Is by Logic again. I hit play. But yeah. Well, now, for that song, pretty much kind of iterates what we were talking about, except in more depth. He goes into depth of like, uh, you know, people only see through a people of my life and what I've talked about, but only I know what I've put down on this paper is everything I've seen, everything I've done, and even still then, it's not enough. And... You know, up to the point he says, hey, I've cooked crack, and I can't erase that out of my mind. It's not something I'm proud of, 
but I'm glad I did it because I grew up a better person. Uh, you know, like I taught myself how to tie my own shoelaces. You know, I'm out here becoming my own man and just trying to be there for my kid, like, because no one was there for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I guess that's why I like him so much because, you know, in, in, a, in a way, I can kind of relate because it's like, you know, I mean, I don't keep it a secret anymore that I was homeless and, uh, you know, it was rough out here. But some pe- I will say some people had it worse because, you know, my mom was still there trying to take care of me and stuff. But, like, there are certain things that she can't protect me from. So I'm out here just trying to figure things out on my own. And so it's, it's like I, I get what he's saying. And... Oh no! It just it just hits pretty deep how he talks. The first verse he talks about his past, and then the second verse he talks about his future. He's like, "Yeah, I'm happy the man I is. I'm proud of the man I've become. I'm proud that I'm from a slum and I never got cold. I never got numb." And you know, he just talks about like, you know, I never gave up. I never yeah. lost. I never lost. I never died. I'm still here. So now I'm better. And now I'm growing up. Nobody there for him. I promise. When I have a family, I'm gonna be there for him. You know, just stuff like that. And so now he's just making promises saying, I'm here now. This is the closing of the book. Now let's see if I can, what I can do with this other book. You know what I mean? The whole idea of like reflection and learning from your past and yeah. then building up who you are today. I think pretty much the American um, dream. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. pretty much what it is. I think out of the two songs, this one's probably my favorite of the one you just chose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Like, the. Probably the I like the lyrics better, especially like the beat and the music are great. Yeah, instrumentally, oh, yeah. I think that this is probably like w- this gives you like what the tone for the whole album itself is. Oh yeah, because they they sample uh, Outkast, uh, Spodiotti, Dopalicious. Yeah, bro. When I heard I it, to, like sing along with that easy. I was like, like it. It's just so catchy and it's just chill and it's a jam. Oh yeah. And oh, and, you know, like, yeah. you know, and, and in Spodioti Dopalicious, they talk about stuff like this, you know, like, you know, this is what it's like living in the hood. Mm-hmm. You think if it's all great and stuff, but then it comes to the reality is 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 not as good as you think it is or, is. you know, and it's like a warning in a way, too, when you hear it. And trust me, bro, when I heard those trumpets from Spodioti Dopalicious, I, I dropped my phone. I was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> he said, no, tell you, bro. Six, the guy who makes his beats. <sighs> There's a king. Nah, but uh, to piggyback off of what you were saying, Jake, like, yeah, like, I, I feel what you were saying about the whole homeless thing, and, like, the, like, I'm pretty sure, like, we all wish, like, we didn't have to, have to, like, grow up struggling, but, like, the way the right. cars were dealt, we did, but, like, that's who, like, it made us into, like, who we are today, like, mm-hmm. like, now, like, we know, like, there's not much, like, we can't get through. Right. Or, like, that people, like, we know, like, if, like, we can't get through it, like, like, the other three will, like, will help us get through it, like, whatever we gotta get through. Right. And, like, Jake, what you're saying, like, the whole warning thing, like, I have, I've legit heard people say, I kid you not, <laughs> man, I wish I would've grown up, I, I grew up struggling. And I was, like, really? I heard them say that, and I was like, Did you slap them? Why? <laughs> no, it was a female, I'm not gonna slap no female. But I was just like, why? Like, verbally why slap? would you... I was just like, why would you want to, like, grow up, like, not knowing if, like, you were going to eat dinner that night? Or, like, have to see your mom, like, giving you her food so you could eat something. Or, like, being homeless. Like, why would you want to grow up like that? Yeah, it's definitely... Let me, like, let me tell you, bro. Parents parents try their hardest to not show their kids that side of the, you know, that side of the world. Sometimes it'll slip through the cracks, but you know if they didn't have their hand there to try and hold some of it back You know, it would have been a lot worse. It's not something that we want It's not something that we want to relive or anything like that But you know at the same time it is like you said the cars that were dealt and that was all we knew So now we're like, oh, that's not how we were supposed to be, but we're better for it, you know And it's and like, I don't know like it just it helped me be like who I am today like like if I go, if I have to go to bed without eating dinner, like it's not the end of the world for me. Cause like, right. at, like unfortunately, that's something I'm used to. Like if I'm if I'm sleeping over at somebody's place and they don't have like an extra pillow blanket, I'm Gucci. I'm used to, like I'm, that's something I grew up used to. Yeah. So it's like, and like Ariana, Ariana <laughs> does not like that. She does not like it at all. She has like all these pillows in the bed, and like to me, that's uncomfortable. 
yeah, having like you too many pillows now. <laughs> Yo, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I'm not used to all this luxuriousness. I was like, give me one pillow, one blanket, I'm Gucci. Yo, I know we've talked about it before, but that just kind of reminds me of those memes where it's like you sleep over at the homie's house and you don't got a blanket and he's cuddled up under couch cushions, bro. Yeah, man. Thanks, bro. You got your shirt. You too brave to ask for a blanket, bro. I'm good, man. I'm good. You stretching your shirt out. You got your hands and shit. Your shirt, you just like, you're like, bro, I'm Gucci. Nah, you need a blanket? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Bro, I'm going to get you a blanket. All right, cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, bro, I'm not asking for it. But like, right, right, right. I'm, I don't want to be a burden, but like, if you're going to do it, I'm not going to turn it down. You know what I hate? You know what I hate? When they forget to give you a blanket, so they come back down. Oh, bro, did I forget to give you a blanket? I was like, yeah, you know, just okay. a little bit, you know. Bro, just, I only stayed up till, you know, four in the morning chilling, bro. Like, cold as fuck, shivering. Oh, I'm good, bro. I'm not used to the cold. You know, it's good. Like, or like the picture where like the kids at the TV box. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get you. I get one. you. Like the box <laughs> with like the te- the big flat screen TV. Yeah, he's in. just like chilling there. He's like, I ain't got no blanket. I'm fine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, yeah. what? For like, like, I'm like old TVs with like the box behind it. I was like, were you sleeping on the TV? No, get like warm? it's like a flat dead? screen TV box. Yo, I feel yeah. like I've done that before. I mean, I've definitely played around in one of those before, yeah. but like. Falling asleep in them, I'm not sure if that's something I could have done. Bro, as much as I've like struggled or to, or gone to sleep. In have you ever edges? had the pleasure of get, having a refrigerator box to play with? Yes, that's a castle. Yeah. At homeless for a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I miss that. That was one of my favorite things in college. We did. I loved homeless for a weekend. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, me and Tyson's were were were, were good. A one, A one. Like the best someone two. made mine a little <laughs> difficult. It was. It's the type of fun that was fun in retrospect. Yeah, it. when you think back on it, it was like, oh yeah, that was fun. But going through it, it wasn't that fun, was it, Larry? <laughs> what did I do? Don, no, we gotta move on to the next yeah, one. Let's, 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 we sidebarred nah, enough. Let's keep we'll, it going. We'll come back we to this topic another day. We'll it. come back to this topic at some other day. So the next one is from me. Uh, so the artist I picked was Juice World. Yes, um, I'm just gonna hit next. You hit play and the next. It, oh, I hit play the next. What if I just hit yeah. next? You I can don't just know. Hit play. You can also just hit play. Uh, either way. Uh, we're just listening to uh, Lucid Dreams, which everyone should know, I would assume. Billion. That's wrong. All okay. right. Before we even begin talking about this, okay. I have uh, to ask a question. Yeah. When okay. it said you were made out of plastic fake, I was tangled up in your drastic ways. Who knew Eva Girls had the prettiest face? Okay. Was he dating a Kardashian? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so... Before we like talk about it, I kind of want to just talk about Juice World as a person because this song alone can tell you a lot about him. Uh, looking on so. Genius, uh, they asked him like his inspirations for this song. He says, "Since I didn't really pre-plan a lot of stuff, it was the beat because I think that's kind of what draws certain vibes out. The way the beat sounds. If somebody plays a sad beat, I feel. Uh, wait." If somebody plays a sad beat, I feel like they're more likely to make a sad song. If somebody plays a beat that's lit, they're more likely to make something that's more fun and catchy. So, like, he says it that wasn't really pre-planned, him writing this song. Like, he doesn't just go around thinking, oh, man, I need to write a song about heartbreak. He was just like, fuck it, I'm going to just do it. That's pretty much what he does with every single song he does. He freestyles it, more or less. More off the cuff. talent. Every single one. And to make a song that has, like Jake said before we had gotten started, 1.5 billion plays on Spotify. Yeah. It's crazy. And, like, some history on this song is he was getting sued for the song's instrumental because it was stolen by this band. I won't be able to remember. You'd have to look it up. Uh, and the flow from another uh, singer or artist. And while, like, the producer was all pissed off and everything, like, yo, what are you talking about? This is my beat. I don't care what you got to say. Juice World is like, okay, I don't care about the money. I really just want the song to do what it does to the people. Like, who literally gives up the amount of money this song could have made 
Like, when I'm talking, this is a hit. This is a hit. Who yeah. gives up that kind of money just for the people to enjoy it? Yeah, that says point, that speaks miles on Juice World. 1.5 billion people or plays or whatever is about a seventh, a little bit more than a seventh of the human population. So that's a just to put in big that, number. Like that's like money to where like you go to Red Lobster and not worry about what you're paying. Red Lobster can be like used twice. as a doormat. That's what that money is. <laughs> he said twice. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so like the reason I would say this song really blew up was because you know it's a it's more or less like a heartbreak song that can relate to everybody that's around our yeah, that's age. What was, that's what I was trying to say. It, it is a heartbreak song. It sounds like that to me. Oh, for sure, for sure. And then he kind of I mean, hints at he kind of hints at his uh his you know his problem. His, yeah, his uh, demons inside with his uh his yeah. drug issues. It's almost like he almost it's almost he almost always uh ref refers to his problem in every song almost. Which I know when we were driving down to the beach, uh we'd listened to his newest album like all the way through and I know we we talked a lot about that. Like you can definitely tell there was he was hinting a lot about what was going on. Oh, yeah. That was a posthumous album and it's just it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to the man. Wait, what did you just say? Rest in peace. No, before that. Post. Posthumous. Posthumous. Isn't it posthumous? I don't know. I don't think, like, that really matters. Yeah, the, the pronunciation. <laughs> really we, got other, we got other songs we gotta listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can go ahead and play. Uh, the next one would be Wishing Well by Juice World as well, off his newest album. Big bits. Ooh, that one was rough. Sure, yeah. Um, so the reason I chose Lucid Dreams before this one was to kind of set this song up because this just kind of puts into perspective the whole freestyling element. Like everything he said here was really just off the dome. Yeah, you can kind of hear it. You can kind of hear like, yeah, this is this is definitely a freestyle. Imagine if he planned his music too, man. I can, uh, I can just imagine. I mean, really though. And while we were listening, I could tell you guys were really hitting, uh, getting hit hard from the pre-chorus where he says, "This is the part where I tell you I'm fine, but I'm lying. I just don't yeah. want you to worry." Yep. Oh, and as far as 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 the more the song kept playing, it's like, and he repeated it, it's like, geez, like it really. This song out of his whole album really puts into perspective what those drugs were doing to this man. It's crazy. But I know you were telling me while we were at the beach, you know, that he was basically saying, um, you know, I wouldn't be here without these. But if I stop taking them, I wouldn't. And if I, if I, yeah, if I stop taking them, I won't be here. Is if I keep he's... taking them, I won't be here. That's it. That's right. That's right. And it's like, <laughs> it's just an addiction that you can't, it's not even, I don't want to even say it was an addiction for him. It was just, it's, I, I can't, I can't explain it. I can't explain it. It's just like something it. that's, that's, that I understand what he's talking yeah. about. And imagine if you were somebody who had a similar problem listening to yeah, bro. Like they, I've watched streams it. where people were or these streamers were reacting to the this album, oh. and the people that were like in the chat were literally talking about how because of Juice World when I hear songs like this playing right before I take a pill, I have to put that pill down because that's what Juice World has done for me. And to think that he's affecting so many people, even after death, with what he does. Also, I didn't know that he was... Because I know we were also talking about, like, young young artists and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That he was only 21 when he died. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Crazy. And whenever he made a song talking about X's death, XXXTentacion, Mm -hmm. he he literally... There was a bar on there talking about how, like rappers like them always die young won't be making it past 21 and then there he goes dying at 21 it's crazy it's, like, it's, it's kind of weird it's like he kind of foreshadowed his his death in, in yeah. uh in a in lot the songs of, of that album yeah it's kind of crazy it's like he um, knows it's coming soon and like last thing before like i just just bragging about juice world i can't help it but like the last thing looking up some numbers and whatnot uh, when this album de- debuted, it debuted uh-huh. at number one on the billboards with 497 million album equivalent units. 
So like selling half a million within the first week. And then literally every single song on the like song specifically, not including the interludes and all of that, mm-hmm. hit the billboard top one hundreds. Yeah, um this the website I'm on says Wishing Well debuted at number five on the billboard. Yeah. And so, then he like, has five more in or five of the five of these songs in this album were in the top ten. That's crazy. That I know, just shows um, this man's talent. This is also talking about like what you just said, his like predicted his own death when he was talking about um how do you how do you pronounce his name? Juice World. Oh, XXX Yeah, and Little Peep, because it's like on wishing what the late rapper Juice World discusses substance abuse and fame, dropping references to his drug of choice Percocet. Um, what began yeah. as recreational drug use led to an addiction, but where it says that ultimately led to his death at the tender age of 21, he seemingly predicted his own demise on June 2018 tribute to to those artists when he was like, what's what's the 27 club? We ain't making it past 21. Yeah, that's, that's exactly crazy, what man. I was talking about. Yeah. But that's enough of me bragging about it. It's just when I think about this type of thing, that all of that comes to my head. So if you guys yeah. have anything else to say, have at it. Nah, you pretty much said said everything. Yeah, that that I tell you I'm fine, but I'm not. I'm lying, bro. That hit hard. Bro, I, yeah. I know the first time I heard it, like driving down the beach, like already being in my feelings because of like <laughs> just general depression. Like that, that, it floored me. I'm just sitting there in the car, just like, oh no, okay, let's not break <laughs> down here. Like, yeah, hey, personally, hey, this song. I, it's just a personal. Yeah. It hits personally a lot. Like I ain't give him permission to talk to me like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> like bro, bro. I don't like feel. I don't like. I don't like. Don't like I'm spare right now. I'm I don't appreciate. Upset. I don't appreciate you calling me out like this, man. <laughs> I, don't, I I just came here to record a podcast and listen to some music. Okay. Okay. God, think made me think about well how I'm living my life and like how I should you know trust others with my emotions. Next song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um, right. how much time do we have? I might just finish up and try to make these uh, afterthoughts fairly quick. That's yeah, what I'm saying. If it... anything, I might just do one song. That's okay, okay with y'all. Are you sure? Yeah, because each one's at least a bit five minutes and a half. Yeah, oh, Lord, Larry. Um. All right. Yeah, I, I have trouble choosing like one of my favorite like artists, but at the moment, it's definitely this band. Um, it's called Street. They're called Streetlight Manifesto. Streetlight Manifesto. Uh, they're a Which ska one? band. The fuck is ska? What ska- you say ska? Ska. Okay. Wait. I know. I'm trying I to think I know fast. what that is. I think I know what that is. Ska. Is that like screamo? So ska is a music genre that originated in Jamaica in the late 1950s and was the precursor to rock city and reggae. It combines elements of Caribbean mento and calypso with American jazz and rhythm and blues. Um, oh, it's I feel like, like I'm gonna like this. It's kind of like a super upbeat, fast type thing. But um, I will just go ahead into the song. It's called Point. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's Point Counterpoint by Streetlight Manifesto. Bad. Let me hear it. I'm excited for it. I accidentally typed point instead of play. That was nice. I, I, like I did. Yeah, I didn't mind that. I would listen to that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, that was nice. I, it caught me off guard at first. It did. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. It caught me off guard at first. I was like, wow. I got it. I wasn't expecting <laughs> this, and everything came in, and I was like, "I would jam to this. I would jam to this." I'm gonna tell you what that chorus. That chorus was good. Yeah, I like that. The chorus, like the chorus, hits hard. It's one of. That was... And it's also like, I feel like this represents me as a person in a way, like holding so. in a lot of dark stuff, but then yeah. like the music's super upbeat and stuff like that here to listen to it, but like. Once you actually listen and dig deep, it's like, oh, something's not right the there. The dark side of it is your ally, is what you're trying to say, yeah. right? Okay. Um, but, no, this is a song I go back to a lot, because I feel like the messages in it are pretty strong. And it's at least stuff I've gone through, like I right. have dealt with. No, I really okay. fucks with this song. This song is nice. I wish I well, it's it's hard to understand because he's going so fast and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But um, even yeah, though we like, had a third grade reading level, that was kind of hard to keep up with. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? I read at third grade reading level, so it was kind of hard to keep up with. Oh, this man was trying to cross his eyes, trying to. 
my my Hispanic heritage was helping me understand everything. I'm used to people talking really fast. Jake, I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. Oh my goodness. Well, that was a good song. Like I do, yeah, I do well, like it. Can you? Uh, I guess the ahead. best thing I can speak on like is instrumentally this song is really, really good. Uh, I, I, I definitely dig the uh, like the whole upbeat kind of thing. Yeah. So I can um, hear what you mean by what how you described the uh, ska band ska band uh, uh, genre. genre. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a bunch of, like upbeat and things like that. But I love Street Life Manifesto because they have a lot of like heavy hitting songs. Um, basically, I guess it does really come down to the chorus. Just the fact that, especially like the end of it, like I can't believe I'm dying with my song unsung, and if. And if and when I die, won't you bury me alone? Because I'll never get to heaven if I'm singing this song. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask about. At least how I view it, it's like the idea of... Um, he's he's not telling his own story but that he wants to tell. The, and the song that he's singing is everything that's weighing down on him. And like everything that's going wrong in his life. And he must be buried alone because if he's singing this song, he doesn't want to drag other people down with him. Oh... This is hit different. <laughs> this is hit different. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird having like uh, I won't say dark, but like a darker kind of meaning to a song with it being so upbeat. Yeah. It's like a very weird, uh, uh, conflicting kind of feel to it when you listen. Yeah, I think I don't know what what rapper I I don't know what rapper does that. But I definitely know a rapper does that. And he like makes it upbeat and stuff, but you listen to the lyrics, it's like dark, and you're like, goodness gracious, yeah. So I I, I kind of understand what it is, what it is that this man was trying to portray, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we're short on time here, so we're not gonna listen to my second song. But if any of you out there listening want to listen to it, it's called "The Hands That Thieve." The hands that that thieve. Yeah, like stealing yeah. the hands that like okay. the hands that thieve. Okay. Also by Streetlight Manifesto. Yes. Streetlight Manifesto. I might have to listen to them. I might have to put them on one of my, you know, weirder playlists that I have. <laughs> but with that being said, I think this is a good place to end this uh, episode of the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Um, hopefully you guys have enjoyed getting a more of a look inside of our heads, especially the type of music we listen to. Because this is uh, the first time we've really talked about it. Feel free to let us know what artists you feel like you enjoyed the most. Uh, let us know how you feel with comments and number of likes. Please give us likes. You know, we're kind of desperate here. And also and rate us five stars. Yeah. For our podcast, if you could please, wherever you're listening, give us a rating. It really helps out. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube if you like gaming videos. That's one of our fortes. This is true. Right. And, you know, if you don't listen to anything, you can watch our podcast and listen on YouTube. And if you just like to listen and don't like to watch, you can check us out on Anchor Breaker, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and am I missing something? Spotify, Radio Public. And boom, there we go. All <laughs> so right. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's say bye, everyone. Later, guys. Peace out. Bye. Adios.